your guarantee. Should we should we become the free Calvin Ridley podcast? Do you think he wants maybe he wants to lean into into it? Should we just offer him a spot on the show? I mean, I could we could definitely do that. I mean, the man's throwing down 18 parlays and he's bet on the Falcons to win games. Clearly, he belongs here. I mean, yeah. I mean, he must be paying attention to money back guaranteed because I Definitely picked the Falcons to win a few times. So just come on in and let me explain my thought process. You weren't there, but Cordell was looking great. <laughs> yeah. We were all betting on Cordero. <laughs> oh, man. Breaking news. Calvin Ridley is out for a whole year. A whole year. He's out. 1500 bucks. Didn't even he does bet. Not have- he wanted to make sure everyone knew. I am not a Vandercade. It's not me. You know, I was just, you know, side, you know. I was retired, working on myself. Thought I could support the team. I wasn't getting paychecks. Maybe the Falcons can pay me like they usually do, you know. I, I get it, Cardell. I mean, I get it, Calvin. I get it. <laughs> I mean... <sighs> All your boys probably are playing ball. Like, what are you going to do on a weekend? I mean, that's true, man. Hey, he's not out there, you know, going 156 miles per hour. He doesn't have guns in his hands. He's not shooting videos with it. Come on, man. It's just, you know, he is Calvin Ridley from the Atlanta Falcons. I'll say that you know what the yeah, which the greatest fan duel name of all time. Honestly, I oh love God. that because if he was like, bro, I'm not that stupid, that's not me, I would have been like, Yeah, dude, that can't be him. That's facts, man. Come on now, who would actually put their name like that? Calvin no. wouldn't do that. Come on now. Calvin Ridley from the Atlanta Falcons. And- I want to know how he got caught. Was it? It, it can't be. It can't be the FanDuel name. Can't be that. It's got to be that he hit on something overseas, or like his last parlay, he actually hit, showed a buddy, and he's like, "Hey, can you do that?" I, yeah, think I don't they, know. I'm retired. I think they you like the NFL like basically bugs your phone. Oh, shit, really? I th- I mean, because I think. I thought I read somewhere that, like, the NFL gives you a phone number when you get into the league, and it's got, like, so you can, like, get everyone's contact info quick. But either way, like, the dude wasn't playing. He was retired. Officially not playing. 
technically, I mean, whatever. He's retired. He was taking the year off. I, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, as long as you tell me, like, hey, I am taking the year off, I mean, I really don't give a shit. Like, I mean, if, if like, FanDuel wanted to be like, nah, we think you might know some shit, we're not going to let you gamble here. I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense, too. But, like, come on, NFL. That's why I came up with this. If you are retiring, you have to sign a piece of paper. Because if he signs a piece of paper saying he's not an employee of the NFL, he he's a civilian, man. He could go ahead and gamble and then sign right back in when he's done, you know? Like, uh, the, but that's the thing. Like, if you're not putting futures bets, like, the NFL puts, what, $100 million into gambling this year? Like, you had to pay – I think they were talking about it on Barstool. Like, just to say – like, get approval by the NFL to say that you were, like, to, like, air a, pay to air a commercial during NFL games, you had to pay them, like, $100 million. So, if you look at all the companies who did, like, the FanDuel, the MGM, whatever, oh, the NFL yeah. made, like, a half a million dollars on gambling. Like, you're telling me that Lamar Jackson can't throw out a parlay on his bye week? Like, these players can get sponsored by casinos, so who fucking cares? Yeah. they like, uh, again, NFL players can't gamble on any, any MLB, NHL, any player cannot gamble. That's weird. Which is crazy, dude. Like, Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame, and if you are not gambling on your team – I think you should be able to fucking bet. Who gives I mean, a shit? I, I feel like you can't gamble in your league. If you're an NFL player, you shouldn't be allowed to gamble on, you know, oh, I think the Bengals go win because, you know, I talked to my boy T and they got him planned out. And da, 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 da. I feel like that's a little much. But if they're going, you know, they NFL call that an NBA, advantage, baby. They call that an advantage. That is. If, that's if, the if reason I'm, why Martha Stewart went to jail, bro. Bro, you need to, like, <laughs> give, like, your ID and shit to gamble most places anyways, like, to prove your ID. Like, if you want to be Calvin Ridley from the Val- Falcons, like, Bovada, MGM, whatever, they should be able to say, like, hey, we're not going to let you gamble. You're winning too much money. I mean, if you're, if you're like, counting cards or, like, you win a ton at the poker table, they'll kick you out of casinos. Yeah. Why is that? Why is that on the player? Don't hate the player. Hate the game. I understand the part of advantage. No, it's dumb. They should be able to gamble outside their league, but Calvin really out for a whole year. Must Which, be fun. I will say this: I do think they should be able to like gamble within means, within reason. Uh, the laziest fucking take of all time is. Calvin Ridley suspended a year. Ray Rice punched his girlfriend on camera and only got two games. Yeah, it's a little tough. Uh, it's a little tough. I mean, here's the thing. We'd be different. If you are going to argue that Ray Rice should have gotten more games, everyone agrees with that, and that's why he's not playing anymore because the right. league just said, nah, we're not going to sign it. But, cool. like – I don't know. Like, again, 
I do think more information should come out about Calvin Ridley, and I would probably feel more strongly. But assuming he's like quote unquote retired, he's away from the team, he's not in the state, and he's just betting money on football. Fuck it, dude. Let him let the dude gamble. I will say yeah. this: it did seem like an hour before this broke, the Patriots released Kyle Van Noy when they were already cap compliant. And there were a lot of rumors that they were going to make a big move for Calvin Ridley. And that ended real fucking quick. Real bad. That is pretty fucked up. It's going to, he's going to take what 18 football months off pretty much without playing a game. It's going to be really tough. Yeah. He's gonna, he's got the full on, uh, I think the only other player who's done that was what Josh Gordon, Josh Gordon and Le'Veon Bell. Like very different reasons, but it didn't work out well for either of them. No, definitely didn't. But uh, especially this draft, that a lot of guys run four three. You know, Calvin really is good for uh, his route running and his speed, and this draft has a lot of that. So very interesting. You know, Calvin really is not allowed to gamble, but Jay and I and the rest of you guys are definitely more than welcome to. Welcome to Money Back Guaranteed. My name is Angel. I'm with Jay. We're here breaking down a wonderful weekend in sports where it was very disappointing. Very disappointing on a lot of fronts, but a lot of news coming out of this weekend. Let's start in the NBA. LeBron James could not perform any better after I give him a compliment, huh? He's like, LeBron's doing everything he can. Yeah, everything he can. And he breaks the slump against the Warriors, scoring 56 points. Yeah, the man had the Warriors. Oh, I mean, I had to, right? I mean, I didn't think LeBron was going to come out and do this on a beautiful uh, – Sunday or Saturday, yeah, it was was crazy. He was everywhere. He was doing his thing. It was amazing watching him do everything, and still the Warriors not able to figure anything out. I actually watched Wiggins. It was awful. It was like watching him when he played for Minnesota. It was that bad. Boy, it disappeared, (laughs) like always. But the Braun and the Lakers get the win there, and it was just a high-scoring weekend throughout. Tatum scoring 54 points, John Morant scoring 52 on Friday night, and Jokic on Sunday scoring 46. Like a lot of uh, a lot of MVP names in there. What do you think about this great weekend in basketball? Uh, man, I mean, it was – teams are rounding into form at the right time, that's for sure. I don't – Coming down the stretch. I mean, I will say this, all disrespect to LeBron, that game was the absolute reason that you do not want to see the Lakers as a 10 seed in the play-in tournament. Yeah, absolutely. I don't I, – I still don't think LeBron could put – can LeBron and that team, friggin' Russell Westbrook, apparently get death threats. They want him to come off the bench, all this shit. 
Uh, I don't think this Lakers team has what it takes to get past the first round, especially going up against a tough Phoenix team or a Golden State team that I still say nine times out of ten is a horrible matchup for this Lakers team. But again, like most teams are a bad matchup for this Lakers team. Do you have a big and a shooter? You're a bad matchup for this Lakers team. Uh, (laughs) Is Russell Westbrook going to play? Yep, you're a bad match for this Lakers team. But anyway – uh, LeBron, he's not what he used to be, not as good as he once was, but he's as good once as he ever was. That That's Toby Keith, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> LeBron showed he can still go out there and have his Kobe game where he goes, you know, 21 for 48, 55 points. And, right. I mean, he's still going to get the calls in the lane. He's, he's still going to get uh, pretty much everything he needs, and they've got enough pieces around him to be functional. I mean, it's just basically – it honestly comes down to can Russell Westbrook just play decent team facilitating basketball? Yeah, absolutely. And so far, uh, not really. But, I mean, he has in the past. Yeah. I mean, the Lakers' next stretch isn't too bad. They have the Spurs, Rockets, and the Wizards, where that's three games you need to win there. You need to get out of this slump. And then you have pretty much playoff teams here. You got the Suns, Raptors, Timberwolves. So it's going to be pretty interesting what they do in the upcoming games here. I really want to see if LeBron can keep up this pace because that's the only way they could uh, get themselves in a decent spot and play in because they have – one percent, one percent to make it into the top six. So that's not going to happen for the Lakers this year. Taylor Fate, this whole roster this year comes back next year, but coached by Phil Jackson. Are they in a better position? Uh, no, because Westbrook isn't the – I mean, not this exact roster, because Westbrook is not the kind of point guard that Phil Jackson wants. Right. Westbrook isn't the kind of guy who's going to run that triangle. I mean, a lot of people say the triangle doesn't work anymore. Uh, I, I just – I don't think LeBron's got that in the tank, but – Okay, how so, about this? I, I think they're probably still going to be probably around that five, six range in terms of a, in the West, but I think they're probably in a better spot than they are now because I don't actually know what offense they're running most nights. <laughs> so if Phil comes in and has full reign of the roster and can change it up and has LeBron on his team, you still think they're a five or six seed? Yeah. Huh? I mean – I mean, if they stay if they stay healthy and like can draft a point guard and get Russell Westbrook to come off the bench as a six man, they're they're probably already one. There are they, that would probably they do that two months ago. They probably bump up two spots in the playoff right, rankings. Well, Jeannie Buss is talking to her ex fiance, Phil Jackson, and Phil Jackson is uh, talking about the manners of how this team is going and has interest and 
we could potentially see a uh, Phil Jackson return. Tell afraid that. Do you think Phil Jackson will come back to coach the Lakers? When was Phil's last year coaching? Look at you with your documents. I feel, in my mind, I feel like it didn't end super great for Phil. Uh, 2011. Yeah, he's coaching uh, the, the, the Knicks, the right? No, Lakers. Oh, Lakers. He was the GM for the Knicks. That's right. Yeah. That's probably why I've got in my mind that they were freaking terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I get the name. Like, yeah, whatever. He's a winner. But again, like, are they better off if they get Greg Popovich? I don't know. Maybe. Like, again, you're – you're co- you're coming down to like, I think they are a put a team that's flawed in its in how it's put together. So if you get Phil Jackson, you need to draft the right people, trade for the right people, and maybe he could do that. Maybe people would be like, oh yeah, fuck, I want to go play for Phil. Maybe Phil Jackson could pull Dame Lillard. Yeah, I don't know, but that's what you need. You need to get rid of Russell Westbrook for a guy like a Dame Lillard. You need Anthony Davis to play like he played in the bubble, which he hasn't done since the bubble. You need LeBron James to play defense and stop whining and play defense. And then you need a shooter. You need a spot-up three-point shooter. Maybe you go get a Seth Curry. Maybe – I don't know. Like, honestly, if Phil Jackson wants to coach, I can think of better spots where he would have – a greater chance, uh, easier time putting together his offense. Yeah, but it's more of him wanting to come back to the Lakers, you know, maybe get Genie Bus back in his DMs, you know, stuff like that for Phil right now. <laughs> well, real, real quick trivia question for you. To bring back LeBron's 56-point uh, performance versus the Lakers or versus the Warriors. He is one of four players to score more than 50 points over the age of 37. Can you name the other three? Run that by me one more time. Sorry, I was reading Phil Jackson's record. <laughs> Made to the playoffs his last year, but he had Kobe. So, yeah, he had Kobe. Um, LeBron James joins three other players to score 50-plus points above the age of 37. Can you name the other three players? Magic Johnson? Nope. Ray Allen? Nope. They're pretty big names except for one. I'm trying to think shooters who played long, like played years. Kobe? Kobe for sure. That's one. Okay. It's not MJ. MJ's number two on the list. And then performance when he was playing for the Wizards, bro. Guess that makes sense. Yep. And, and the last the- one I don't think you'll ever get. 
it's like David Robinson or something weird. Jamal Crawford. Oh, yeah, the- yeah. Jay Crossover. Yes, sir. Only four players to ever do it. That is your list. LeBron James joins Michael Jordan as the second player to score in three different decades, 50 point or more. Doing it all, man, except for making the playoffs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's transition to football real quick. I got some stories. I got some news. We just talked about it. Pat, uh, excuse me, Pat's cut Van Noy. He is off the roster. He is a free agent. Very interested to see where that linebacker ends up. Um, <laughs> uh, two big news for you. Aaron Rodgers, excuse me, the Green Bay Packers are willing to make a deal that will change the QB market for Aaron Rodgers. Are we talking about Aaron Rodgers, the $50 million man? Fifty-five, six. I mean, Dak made $75 million this year. I mean, that's crazy, that signing bonuses and all that good shit, but if you're going to change the market, 60 is where you're probably going to change the market at. Is he worth that? Four-time MVP. 37 years old. You want to keep your team. You want to be competitive for the next three, four years. If you believe that Aaron Rodgers can do that, you're going to have to pay him three years, $100 million with incentives. I mean, that's basically what Brady got, isn't it? No. No, he had like three years, 60-something, and then – 40 of it was guaranteed or some shit. Damn. That was when Kurt got his money for guaranteed money and all that other shit. That's when Brady got his bag. I love that Aaron Rodgers is also like, oh, cool, there's a new TV deal next year. That's sweet. Yeah. (laughs) And the cap officially this year is at $210 million. I've seen that there's about seven teams over the cap, but that was before the name, before the changes. I'll get you the official numbers later this week. Very, very interesting to see what teams do. Looks like Tyron Matthews is going to test the market. Um, Allen Robinson was spotted in Indy with his agent, or excuse me, representatives. So it's probably his family. So it looks like Allen Robinson could be in Indianapolis next year. Um, we are a week of some change away from the free agency market. And but who's going to throw in the ball, Angel? Exactly. Because it ain't going to be Carson Wentz. <laughs> oh, man, he's there to chase the bag. That's going to be very, very interesting. And a player that will not get cut and doesn't seem like he's going to be talking about contract is Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is due for $40 million this year. And Arthur is saying, I don't know what to do. We need to fix a lot of things. And a quarterback right now isn't one of them. What do you think about Matt Ryan getting $40 million this year to pretty much just play this season? 
Bro, I don't get it. Like, (laughs) bro, they would have paid Michael Vick till the brakes fell off. Oh, man, yeah. Can you imagine? Like, I, like, Michael Vick, horrible thing, whatever. He lost out on so much money, blah, 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 blah. Bro, no, 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 no. I don't think you understand. They would have paid you till you couldn't run anymore. Oh, my, yeah. I think Mike Vick would still probably be playing for the uh, Falcons right now. <laughs> who, who has more job security? Pittsburgh head coaches or Falcons quarterbacks? Man. I think that's tied first. Definitely tied first, man, because those guys don't move. Those guys stay put until they cannot get on the field anymore. Even down to the coaches. <laughs> very, very interesting, man. Um, and also, teams are calling for McCaffrey. Do you see McCaffrey on the move this year? He's got like a $9 million hit this year. And then it's like, I think it's like $22 million a year after. Like, there are a bunch of running backs who are just going to blow up when the TV money hits. I don't know that I would call for Christian McCaffrey without him negotiating to restructure. Yeah. I'm willing to give you $22 million, but that $22 million is going to be basically a snap count incentive. Yeah, it has to be with the with the performances that he's putting up and not being able to stay healthy with some very odd injuries, man. Very, very odd injuries. You know, he's running and he's fine. And then after that, he just pulls a hamstring and he's gone for seven weeks. Very, very, very weird. So definitely. If he plays 75% of the year, yeah, I guess 100% of your money. Only been eight guys suspended for gambling in the NFL. There have been eight? Yeah. Oh, like going all the way back? Yeah, going all the way back. Yeah, I think Schefter did it. The last one was in like 2019. Yeah, some guy that I have no idea who the fuck that was. Jake Dabrowski to the Kings would be pretty fucking wild. I'll tell you what. I don't know a team that has fallen apart more than the freaking Minnesota Wild, dude. It is <laughs> brutal. Brutal. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, right, apparently right now they are they are just getting freaking obliterated at practice by their coach because they are playing so fucking soft. Yeah. Trade deadline's coming up for them pretty soon, too. So, if they want to bring anyone in to make any moves, fucking do it quick. Yeah, I mean, I've seen people already say – because, I mean, I think I kind of – I think I kind of – I kind of threw this out there on the podcast. Like, this was not supposed to happen this early. Like, they're – Play, they were playing incredible, but like compared to their roster, like this is a roster that was built to compete in like two to three years. And, you know, Matt Boldy coming up, playing really big minutes. 
Uh, you had Pitlick playing really well before they traded him. Uh, Duhame's been playing really well for uh, a first-year player, playing really meaningful minutes. Uh, and then, obviously, you had two good goalies that were playing incredibly. But this was, like, the plan. The plan was for this to, like, take longer. So now a lot of people are saying the Wild should be sellers at the deadline to try to get under the cap, get rid of some people. Uh, I really don't know. I mean, they need to step it up, I guess. I mean, they got boned by the schedule. They're, they've been playing every other day for like two months. It's crazy because they had so many games canceled for COVID. They got like a straight month off. So we'll see if they don't turn it around. They were, I mean, they, they're not locked into a playoff spot yet. So they definitely need to wake up and figure it out very, very quick. Uh, what's going on in the uh, KHL front? I've seen that the uh, NHL is officially severing ties with the KHL. They're going to respect the uh, last contracts, but that's about it for their uh, relationship. But what's going on on the, on the ice? ESPN is just annoying as hell. <laughs> <laughs> let somebody else air the games now i gotta freaking do all this and then there's a potential that the uh the russian internet they might go to all russian urls so then it might be even harder to find stuff it, it's all just stupid but the on the ice stuff is good just let somebody air it share the games come on Everybody needs content, but uh, no, it's uh, it's good. Siska Moscow just move on. Tractor just moved on. A lot of sweeps, a lot of sweeps. I uh, I called favorites, and favorites have been winning. Uh, Dynamo pulled one the other day. They're playing tomorrow, so that could tie the series two two. And I think they'd be the only series that's two two because everyone else is uh is looking to sweep so that's not great when we're looking at being gassed in the second round already but we'll see how it goes i mean it's been really good hockey really tight hockey a lot of overtimes the um siska moscow locomotive game went to a playoff record seven overtime or four overtimes seven it was in the seventh total period that the game ended, which is crazy. The game started at like 7.30 Moscow time. It ended after midnight. Damn. It's a yeah. long-ass game, boy. Yeah, I really thought they were going to be gassed out, and they just – they still were able to uh, pull out the sweep. So that was that was crazy. It's It's been great, though. We'll see what happens. I'm yeah. uh, I'm excited for tomorrow. I'm hopeful. I need Dynamo to pull one at home or on the road, I should say, and uh, even this one up because they really need to win like four in a row. Yeah, that's gonna be tough for them. Though. Yeah, that team is scrappy, but I mean Dynamo's been out hitting them. I think that's the key. They've just been beating them up. They just gotta stop taking dumb penalties. They took uh, 
like three too many men on the ice penalties in game two. And I swear that cost him the game. Ooh. Ooh. Breaking news. Uh-oh. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are expected to franchise tag Chris Godwin before the deadline. Damn it. I was gonna bring I have it written down here that the Bucks seriously considering tagging Godwin because they're closing on a deal for Davis, so they could get both of their guys. <laughs> and now you're saying that they're gonna tag them. Tom Brady coming back. Run Bro. run it back, part two. Bro, I just <laughs> I don't know why the hell. Why would you franchise take a guy who's not even going to play the whole year? Is Chris Godwin really trying to get that much money? Man, I have no idea. What was his tag this year? 14? So what would it be again? 16? 16, 18, somewhere in that 16, range. 18, yeah. I mean, there are guys out there making 19 million. Good God. Well, hey, man, they – uh. They believe in Godwin, even with a knee that he's going to have to come back from. Yeah, and they they need him to play because they're going to be missing a lot more pieces. Man, yeah, that's going to be tough. Who's going to throw the ball? That's another question. Gabbert, baby. Gabbert? Oh, you're not going to go. You're not going to go with Trask. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, at this point, could be Brady. It sounds like they. It sounds like they definitely don't have any intention of releasing him. So I don't. It doesn't seem like Brady is going to be signing a one-year contract with the Patriots this year, or a one-day. Because I don't think the Bucks would technically have to release him from his contract for him to do that. Because it's like oh, an yeah. actual physical piece of paper. <laughs> so, they got fa- faxed in in time with no issues. Which, I mean, good for them, I guess. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, we'll see how that goes. Do you want to break down... Uh, your almost first win in NASCAR? Oh, man. Yeah, it was uh, very, very interesting down the stretch. Um, it was a battle between Jay's pick versus my pick, one and two, going into the last five laps. It was very, very interesting. Kyle Bush had a very shitty day, started with having to use his backup car, getting into a fight with a guy out there, not an actual fight, but, a, you know, tapping cars and shit. Then getting dropped back. Then fights his way all the way to one. And it is very interesting. But that racetrack was slippery. It was very, very crazy. It was like about nine cautions in this race. The last caution truly, truly put our guys in the back. Uh, Kyle Bush and Martin Truex Jr. had a slow pit. Uh, Bowman and Larson got up front, and at that point, pretty much those two teammates 
found a way to keep in front in the last two. And I thought uh, Kyle Larson was going to get his second one of the year, but uh, Alex Bowman had the inside track and got his first win. Fuck both of those guys. But, yeah, very, very tough. Uh, Danny Hamlin just, I don't know, forgot how to use his fucking clutch because completely blows his transmission coming out of one of his pits where he's in first place. Like, he comes out first. He's first place. He's going to ride this out. Danny was running great. And then, I mean, granted, they have new cars this year. Things are a little different. Things are a little new. Like, to the point where some guys are complaining that they can't even feel their legs because of the vibration of the car, and they're just losing feeling in their legs. Like, they're just pushing a dead leg for fucking speed. But Denny Hamlin blows his fucking transmission, shits on my bet, and Ryan Blaney just gets out in the first stage. So, another great fucking weekend in NASCAR. Another great one. Truex and five. I mean, you pick the right player. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure, you know, he gets in third place. Martin gets five, you know, very interesting. Bubba, 12th place. He almost had two top 10 finishes in the first three races. I was going to come out with a whole Bubba has it this year if he found a way to get two spots, but eh, we'll save it. We'll see how it goes. (laughs) Yeah. Next week is very, very interesting, very, very fun. Uh, we'll break that down a little next week. Going to get uh, Jay to pick another guy this week. Watch. I'm going to get him to do it. <laughs> oh, uh, breaking news. Oh, no, sorry. Not breaking news. Baseball is still dead. Just want to let y'all know. Baseball, dead. Angel, did I catch it correctly? Are you in favor of banning the shift? Um, Yeah, I am definitely okay with banning the shift. I I mean, most hardcore baseball people love the shift, and like banning it is like destroying baseball. I mean, banning it is not destroying baseball, it's just an advantage that the defense shouldn't have sometimes. Like, yeah, you're doing your you're doing your report, you're doing your scouting, but the shifts that are put in place are so wild that it's just granted, the batter should be able to not hit into the shift. The guy should be able to fucking um hit the other way. But the yeah. shifts that are in place now are kind of ugly. I don't like it. It kind of fucking shits on the game. A hitter that pulls only right shouldn't have to deal with all that bullshit. The shift should only be allowed the guy to only shift over above the back. That's about it. Interesting. Interesting. And the idea of Mike Child going out there for three straight at bats is fucking ludicrous, dude. Bro, that was my favorite that was my favorite thing ever. I think. Oh my God. Because the dude who's just like, I can save baseball. Here's how (laughs) you do it. You can swap a batter or a batter anytime you want. And then I love it because he tried to go like full, like Colin Cowherd. I don't don't even know, like full talking head. Like, 
I don't pay money with the bases loaded in the bottom of the ninth to watch the eighth best hitter. I want to see stars. Oh my god, bro! Like what? <laughs> and then some. And then they go, well, then then could you? Why would you even have nine batters? You could just bat the same four people over and over again. He goes, yeah. And if you strike out, you should get to go again and just use your second out. LeBron James doesn't have to take turns shooting the basketball. Bro, this is fucking baseball, though. You just completely invented a new sport. Like, I'm not completely sure, but I think you invented cricket. (laughs) Okay, let's. Let's grab that idea and change it up a little bit. For those of you who haven't Going seen that tweet, it's a, it's a real tweet in response to yes. a Major League Baseball player from some dude who graduated from some college I've never heard of in 1982. <laughs> I think that he has he has a good idea, just a little different. If you want to go into the ninth inning and you're down runs, if you want to change your lineup, you can change your lineup. But not the same guy to go out there twice. No, you can't have Trout at one and at five. You can't do that. I say you change it up. Whoever's hitting good, put them at your top five spots. The rest of the guys on the back. That would be a good change. Very interesting. Um, even if you want to do that and if it goes into extra innings or something like that, just reset your draft, your batting order in the each inning going into the extra innings. I just like, what's the point, I guess? Is it like to get more reps for your like big name players? Is it. I feel like they're trying to like speed up the game and. What you're doing is you're basically, like, adding a pitch count. Like, you're not going to cut an hour off the game. You're going to cut, like, 15 minutes. If you're going to do that, cut the first pitch in the national anthem. (laughs) Like, what what are we doing? Like, 15 minutes is not going to, like, blow anybody's mind or change anybody's mind. No, but if you could find a way to make it two thirty, that makes it a little different. The pitch count, I or the pitch clock, I get it. I get it. I get some of the rule changes that some of these guys want because you're trying to have a game not go five hours because people are not going to stay. It looks ugly in TV when it's the ninth inning and you have 15 people on screen for the last hit. It looks ugly. You want the guys to go in and not spend the whole fucking day at the park. I get it. But you need to just put in 45 seconds, then next year, 35, then the year after, 25, and do it that way. Don't come in here with a crazy pitch clock. 20 seconds. Like, that's that's too much. Start slow, work your way in. And I don't know, man. I think the more you do, like, the pitch count stuff, 
I man, I don't know. Like there are implications for all this stuff where, I mean, less rest, less recovery time means your pitchers are getting out of the game sooner. You're opening up to potentially more shoulder and elbow injuries. There's just so much more to a decision like a pitch count that I feel like they're, they're really not thinking about, at least from the ownership perspective. The owners they, don't, just, they don't give a fuck, so. Yeah, they just need to pay the players. Nice sweater. Yeah, bro. My wife got it for me. My wife would give me a Patrick Mahomes one if I asked her to, but I'd rather not wear baby poop green. Bro, and they fucking God, it looks like an esports team. All of his logo looks like an esports logo. Yeah. It's pretty ugly. Like why is it why is it a Spartan? I don't fucking get it. Like why Yeah, that's all I could think of is like, yeah, that looks like a Call of Duty team. Pretty soon I'll be betting on that, so stay tuned. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, no. Atlanta phase, that's about it. That's all I got for you guys. I think they play Call of Duty. That's fair. March Madness coming around the corner. I've been watching all these games. Very, very interesting. The NBA is going to have a bright future. All these dudes are great, especially on the defense side of the ball. Yeah, you're gonna have to uh, you have to do your March Madness uh, informational show here soon. Oh yeah, absolutely. And right before we get into picks of the week, I have to give you shame of the week ladies and gentlemen it is an ugly one shame of the week goes to all the players for the duke team every single player on the duke team Shame. Shame of the week. Shame of the week goes to all of you guys. How dare you have every single star that Duke has ever put out in the building for my man's last game in the house and you get blown the fuck out to the point where my man couldn't even enjoy his speech. He couldn't even enjoy it. He had to say, guys, I'm so sorry. No, no, shut up. Unacceptable. You got him right. You did. You lost 94 to 81. Got blown. You're the fourth seed. Excuse me. Now the seventh seed. Shame of the week goes to you. King of the week, Coach K, my boy. What a great and beautiful farewell season. It was humble. It was super quiet. Totally forgot it was your last season. It's not going to be like LeBron where he has a parade in every city for his last game. <laughs> I, hate, I, I, I hate farewell tours. They suck. 
Oh, no. I felt like Tom Brady's would have been amazing. It would have been, but at the same time, like... I know Patrick's is going to be great. I, I still remember, like... I don't remember who it was. Maybe it was, like, Jeter or something. But yep, it was I, Jeter. Was, I was at a game where they played the Twins, and they brought out, like... Oh man, they, they brought, brought out, out the like baseball chair thing. Yeah, a chair that was made out of like broken bats against the Yankees or some shit like that. No, like, all the broken bats that he broke yeah. against the twins. Like that's the best part. Either way, it's like what are, kept all that. Why are you giving him fucking presents right now? What is going on? Why are you giving him presents? This is the guy that ruined us for years and years. Like, we 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 have lost sixteen straight playoff games or some crazy shit. Like, what are you doing? Come on, man. Come on. But yeah, Duke going out, losing their very last game. It's going to be very interesting to see. Very very fun to see. Uh, where Duke ends up, it'd be cool if they put him in uh, the same bracket so you could do it at home. It'd be nice. Uh, Taylor Fate, Coach K wins the national championship this year. I'm gonna fade it. I don't think Duke has it, but I mean, at this point, if they don't like make it to a Final Four. I don't think these guys these guys are gonna have to go pro because they're not gonna be allowed back at Duke. Bro, I don't even think the pros will let them in out of respect. But you guys just all suck, bro. Just finish school <laughs> at NC because they won't let you in at Duke. <laughs> oh yeah. man, no, they have some stars on that team. Uh they're definitely gonna have to figure it out soon because the uh guys in front of them. Oof. It's going to be a very, very interesting battle. And I want to see who gets put in there with them because it's Auburn or Kansas and the same grouping with them. I don't see them making it to the Final Four. Do not see that. Yeah. I, that's the thing, man. It's so a lot of it does come down to just what your draw is because Duke has had the tendency to just like fall apart in oh, yeah. early rounds. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's Coach K's last year. I know these guys are going to go out after this loss. I think this is the loss right here that smacks these boys awake and gives these boys a real run, a real shot at it. I mean, we know Gonzaga's good. You know, we know Kentucky's good. You know, a lot of surprise Providence, all these surprising teams, you know, I'm Villanova's no slump, you know. It's gonna be very interesting, especially, you know, North Carolina's now ranked twenty-five after that win. So you're gonna have to see them again eventually, possibly. So very, very, very interesting uh rest of the month, huh? Yeah, I gotta I gotta start cramming my college basketball more. Is Villanova still good? I think I got Villanova. Uh, rank eight. There we go. There we go. The only time I've ever won a bracket. 
was with Villanova. Yep. <laughs> that wasn't it that wild three point shot on the on the wing there on the left. Yeah, I remember that shot. Yeah, dude. I thought they had a dynasty brewing. Oh man. We'll see. Because you know the boy, the hometown boy Chet, he's no slouch. So we'll see how that goes. Either way, I'm trying to win some money this week. Right? You know what that means. It's time for Picks of the Week. It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. The Money Back Guaranteed Picks of the Week. What do you got for me, Angel? You got something good? Oh, man, I have some good stuff, man. I, uh, as of this very, very uh, tough weekend, was Masvidal getting just wrestled and beat up in there. It wasn't even fun, but we'll move on from that. I know I'm going to bet on Kobe Covington versus Poirier for sure. But this week... I have uh, the Wild figuring it out. I'm going to take them minus one and a half over the Rangers on Tuesday. Very interesting to see what they can do. They got to figure it out. So I like one and a half. I'm going to take the Blackhawks minus one and a half. That's plus 195 over the Ducks. That's on Tuesday as well. Going to be very, very fun to watch these uh, uh, hockey games. They're both on TV. So going to catch that. Um, Chelsea, I'm going to take Chelsea to win either by 3-0, 3-1, or 3-2. That is plus 350. I've been doing very good in my personal life with my soccer picks. I know I am absolutely awful on the show, but this one I'm giving out to you guys because I'm super confident in this one. How is... What, what the fuck? 3-0, 3-1, or 3-2? Yep. Your three scoring options are plus 350? Yep. They're going against Norwich City, and Norwich City is not that good. So, But how do you have three sc- possible scores as one bet? I know. That's how – that's soccer for you. Jeez. Look it up. You don't think it's real? Look it up. <laughs> I believe you, I guess. What, what choice do I have? <laughs> hey, I maybe it's a Europe thing. Who knows? <laughs> um, I'm going to take uh, Danmo Moscow to win minus one and a half. That is plus 210 over Severstal. And new pick for you guys. I'm taking Billy Herschel. That is plus 4,000 in the Players' Championship. Or the Players Club. Players Club. Uh, Billy Herschel uh, had a very, very good look at the uh, Arnold Palmer. Looked really, really good, even though uh, Scotty won the whole thing. So I'm going to take Billy to win this one. Well, I have no idea what your life is like anymore. <laughs> On Sundays, I needed to replace it by, by with something. So I have NASCAR from 2 to 4.30, and right at the end of 4.30, I have the final round of any 
any uh, golf event. So say no more, I guess. Fuck. I set it all up. I mean, I'm watching some basketball here and there, but you know, I like cars and golf when football's not around, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, shit. Mine's going to be much easier. I'm going to take uh, Metalurg on uh, Wednesday. I'm taking minus one and a half, minus 120. They've just been hammering the puck. Uh, they they lost game one, but I don't. I think they're going to close it out. They need to close it out. They got a big match in the second round. Tomorrow, well, what, the eighth Tuesday, I'm taking Ska minus one and a half, plus 125. Uh, I think those are really good odds. Scott wants to close this out, and they haven't been playing as dominantly as they did game one. Things have been kind of tightened up. Uh, I don't think I'd take much more of a spread, but that minus one and a half feels pretty safe to me because Scott loves an empty net. And then I'm going to take Dynamo Moscow, taking my heart pick. That is minus 139. And then I'm also going to take on Tuesday, Florida Panthers over Pittsburgh. That's minus 110, and I'm going to take over six. That's minus 115 in the Colorado-New Jersey Devils game. Staying on the ice with Jay this week. Very, very interesting. I am all across the globe like I usually am on uh, on Tuesdays. Just trying to get hot, man. Just trying to get hot any way I can. I'm going back to hey, the staples. Man. I get hot on the ice, I branch out. Hey, man, you know what? I am covering the whole world because I like odds. And if I hit one, I'm good for the rest of the month. A couple months. So <laughs> all I need yeah. is one. One of these times you're going to actually hit it. Hey, yeah, man. I mean, shit. You know, Calvin lost all his, you know. So well, his parlays were tough. Three, five, and eight. Man, he was betting the board. So why not follow in his footsteps, huh? Hey, shout out to Calvin. If you want to come on here and give us some picks, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, Calvin Ridley, you know you know where to find us. Yeah. Clearly you're a listener. Like I said, when you're when you're betting the yeah. Falcons, you're clearly a listener. Hey man, you know where Calvin finds us. He finds us on IG money underscore back underscore podcast. If he's not following us there, he's definitely following us on Twitter, Money Back Pod. And if Calvin's following us, you definitely should be. So make sure you check those pages out. Make sure you're listening to every podcast that comes out. We're dropping two a week into the playoff mode. So make sure you check that out. <laughs> Losing $11 million so you could try to chase a $1,500 18 parlay. Should just be the tagline for this podcast. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. We'll see you later in the week. <laughs>